0: Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days with that much free cash on the line what do you have to lose get started at first.com slash bet that's number one st.com slash bet and don't forget promo code sport of kings when you sign up and if you already have an express bet account you're way ahead of the game simply log into first bet using your username and password and you're off to the races a 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with first bet and reside in the state where such activity is legal avoid prohibited. national gambling support line 800-522-4700
1: Share of up to $100,000 every week with Jokers Run Wild at Muckle Shoot Casino. We're drawing winners every Wednesday in May at 6, 7, and 8 p.m. inside Galaxy. Be here for your chance to win up to $100,000. Play with your Muggle Rewards card to earn entries with double entries on Tuesdays. Jokers Run Wild at Muggle Shoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest.
2: Horse Racing Northwest from Emerald Downs, as we will talk Emerald Downs Thoroughbred Racing 2022. That's what we do on this. It's Joe Withy, Vince Brune and our new track announcer, Bill Downs. has got a few days in the books now. And uh, hey, Bill, Vince is back with us. You know, you're kind of used to him taking every other weekend off, <laughs> so uh, that's... Uh, Kind of the thing so far, huh?
3: Uh, yeah, well, that's to the contrary. Vince is like, uh, I can't say the Cal Ripken of Emerald Downs, but uh, he's got a pretty good track record over the years from what I've been told.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I there's that, um, and you you need to you know get on board with that yourself because you know he's 50 50 with you. But uh, Phil was up there on the sixth floor where Vince's office is, and Phil was walking around, Phil Ziegler, our track president, and he was saying some of the employees, "Oh, Vince is gone again. Oh, here we go. Yeah, nobody's in Vince's office. We can't do this or that because he won't. Uh, he's not accessible." No. I'm like we're Johnny Carson. We're joking, uh, <laughs> Vince. I think you you mentioned uh, you were taking a little funny grief from Phil Ziegler the other day, and I think you mentioned something like you'd only missed five days in fourteen years. I think it's five now. Yeah, I missed three
4: total so and that's yeah. not
2: counting mondays and tuesdays and believe me there's a lot of days when he is here a monday tuesday and this year you're back uh, operating the racing club that i know that adds some hours
4: yes it does and uh well it'll hopefully be all worth it this weekend we'll talk about that a little later
2: yeah so uh your niece got
4: married back east that's right. Yeah. My niece, uh, Sophia, married a San Francisco 49ers fan. We had a little fun with that. But yeah, it was a gala celebration, really nicely done. It was awful warm back there. If you watched the Preakness and you saw how warm it was, well, this was Alexandria, Virginia, not far, too far from Baltimore. And it was toasty. So, uh, but I understand things were beautiful here. The plant yeah. was humming. I was talking to some horsemen saying, wow, what nice crowds there were. And, uh, Great atmosphere and big handles and everything was good.
2: Yeah. yeah Maybe had, I should leave more often. Bill, we had some nice Northwest weather last uh, Saturday, Sunday.
3: Yeah. I'm still waiting for my uh, my my big tweet where we see the entire Mount Rainier. And mm-hmm. I can say this is my view from the announcer's booth, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. It was like about 80%, but not the full 100%. Now, this weekend, unfortunately, we, you know, we're going to have to dodge some raindrops. But eventually, I'm going to get that tweet. And when and it, let me tell you, it, it will be glorious when it happens. Those, oh. uh, you
4: know, uh, on Twitter, the, my most successful tweets involve Mount Rainier. Is that right? People love it. Yeah. They see that and they go, they cannot believe what a gorgeous backdrop that is to a racetrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've uh, got
2: a cousin in Virginia and one in Florida that I send must uh, every other month, I send them a picture of Mount Rainier and they marvel every yeah. time, you know. And when it's out in full bloom, it is stunning. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll be open rain or shine this Saturday and Sunday at Emerald Downs. Nine races Saturday, nine races Sunday. We've got the Great Outdoor Giveaway both days. So make sure you fill out your free entry blank when you come into the track this weekend, both both Saturday and Sunday. Some nice prizes. Uh, we'll have prize drawings after the fourth and sixth races, both Saturday and Sunday. And we're not going to be racing Monday, Memorial Day. We will be open for full-card simulcasting on Monday. So take note of that. This Monday, May 30th, 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., full-card simulcasting. Lots of big races around the country on Memorial Day. And... Uh, Speaking of big races, our Long Acres Mile hero from 2021 background won a nice race at Churchill Downs yesterday. Uh, Bill, I know you watched that one.
3: Yeah. Uh, the race came off the turf, mm-hmm. got scratched onto a field of four, but a bit, pretty big uh, money allowance, uh, optional claiming race. Went off as the longest shot on the board in that yeah. field of four. Went off at about nine to two, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, got passed in the stretch and came back. It was a very gutty win by uh, background.
2: Yeah, so he's got a couple wins this year and, uh, you know, remains to be seen whether he'll come back to defend his Long Acres Mile title. But speaking of the mile and last year and this year and connections, uh, horses two, three and four finishers from last year's mile are in our feature race Saturday.
4: Yes, and not to mention the last two horses of the meeting, Dutton and Top Executive, who are two of the longest shots on the board to show That's you what great. kind of depth we have yeah. in there. Yeah, it's, it's a terrific uh, $25,000 allowance feature, and that, of course, will be a stepping stone for those horses heading into the older horse division.
2: Yeah, two, three, and four from the mile were wind ribbon. Uh, Five-Star General and Papa's Golden Boy. So what a great field for our Saturday afternoon feature, great outdoors giveaway. Kevin Radke will be joining us on this edition of Horse Racing Northwest. Why? Because he tied the track record for wins on Saturday. Bill, how about that? Him uh, winning the first five,
3: first five, first time that's been done here yep. at Emerald Downs, and he, you know, Kevin won six races before mm-hmm. uh, early on in his career, and uh, so it, that's something to be to be lauded as well. You don't see that too often. Yeah, I like could think of like maybe Pat day or somebody <laughs> back at, at Churchill downs or something like that. who was one, you know, ungodly amount of races a, a couple times, uh, in his career, but, uh, yeah, it's great to see your Radke back. I mean, he's had a lot of layoffs, um, injuries. I know he had a really bad wrist injury. I know we might mention that, too. Mm-hmm. but it's just amazing how he's been able to get back And uh, it's not too shabby when you win nine races in a weekend.
2: Nine wins over the two days, nine for 17. Radke uh, jumping ahead, of course, in the early season jockey standings. Juan Gutierrez, real consistent over the first couple weekends, has seven wins. So uh, teacher appreciation weekend was last weekend. We had a good amount of teachers and uh, school district employees out on that nice weather. Uh, Just really good business last weekend. Uh, Vince has come back and he's in tune to what happened last week. And, uh, you know, who, uh, is going to get those weekly honors and they will be, uh, designated in the winner circle this weekend.
4: Well, I think we can guess who the jockey of the week yeah. is quick picks jockey of the week. Of course, Kevin Radke, Muckleshoot casino trainer of the week, Bob Meeking with uh, great to see Bob back this year. Wheel rally. What a nice horse, huh? Getting a win for Bob. Emerald Downs owner of the week, Paddock Partners Limited, Greg and Chuck Conley. We all know uh, the Conleys among the leading owners here the last several years. The Washington Bread of the Week goes to St. Pius, bred by Pat Mullen Chin. Um, that horse uh, is now two for two lifetime, beat a really stellar field uh, for that victory. Quarter Shoot Cafe Groom of the Week, Sergio Grande Garcia, working for trainer Shelly Crow. A couple of trainers have called me and uh, nominated their people. We encourage you to do that. Hey, if you got a groom out there that's doing some great work, let us know, and we'll get them honored with the uh, Quarter Shoot Cafe Groom of the Week.
2: Sure. Okay, there's uh, weekly honors, and you'll see those people in the winter circle this weekend. And uh, the racing club has yet to start a horse, but uh, you've been filling up your uh, entries on that as far as people joining the club and getting closer to a start. We got uh, we've topped the 150 mark, yeah, nice. and we've
4: got our big orientation all day this Sunday, May 29th, in the Emerald Room. We'll have Jeff Metz and several other guests. John Lindley will be talking about handicapping and uh, as he does so well. And we do have a horse in in Sunday's fifth race. Okay. One fine day, a three-year-old filly we acquired down in Phoenix. She's going to be racing against older fillies and mares. We tried to enter against three-year-old fillies last week, but one of the nice things about having a three-year-old, you can take the shot against older horses. So one fine day, we'll run for the Animal Racing Club in race five on Sunday.
2: Okay, and speaking of club horses, uh, Zanab is our featured retired racehorse video of the week, which she started out her Northwest career in the racing club.
4: She sure did. Uh, She made her year in 2018, it was. She won three races. Uh, Larry Ross, uh, Sharon, everyone knows Sharon and Larry Ross. Larry found the horse down for us in Northern California. She was like one for 30 uh, at the time. But Larry said, Hey, you know, this horse is sound and I've watched a couple of her races. She looks all right to me hmm. and we vetted her out and she never missed a beat up here. She won her first two for us, won three for the season and then doubled the the next two years too. So I think she had seven career wins of Montana bred, bred by a gentleman named Terry Dumont. He was always excited to watch, uh, her run. And, uh, she now living the good life out at, uh, Sharon and Larry's farm
2: yeah and Vicki Wilson is basically her owner who was in the club yes part.
4: and part of the owner of Mixo that won okay. last weekend with Kevin Radke uh aboard yeah a Montana bred you don't see a lot of those and uh won it's won her career debut with Russell Bays up for Jerry Hollendorfer then lost 29 straight uh before winning <laughs> one at Golden Gate and then uh Doing yeah. very well up here.
2: I think I did the math. Uh, she was seven for sixteen in at yeah. Emerald Downs, which is of course. And tremendous. as you talked
4: in the video, Crabby Zabby, she was yeah. called around the barn. She had a little bit of an attitude, but she was uh, she was a runner and she could route. She could mainly a sprinter, but she was uh, she talking to Kevin the other day, he That's one of his favorite horses. Huh. They just clicked really well. So uh, fun horse for their Emerald Racing Club.
2: Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. Zanab is our uh, retired racehorse of the week, and on Saturday. Saturdays during the live season here, including this Saturday, we're going to be recapping one of our old retired racehorse stories. And the first one is going to be Clearpoint. And Jennifer Malali will be out to give us an update on how Clearpoint is doing now. And news and notes start next week at emeralddowns.com. Be, yep, by next Thursday,
4: yeah. We'll have, uh, what, uh, five days in the books, I believe. Yeah. So we'll start having a good data point, And then
2: those will be up weekly here on in. I did a little math. Uh, We've had 28 races, 13 winning favorites, so 46%. Bill, uh, we're not going to have a good winning percentage, you and I, I think, when that happens. Yeah,
3: I'm not going to bore you with three to five picks too often. Occasionally, maybe I will. but uh,
2: We might talk about that a little bit later because when you're picking – Every day at a track. I mean, you're going to end up picking the favorite now and then. Yeah, You're yes. just not going yes. to battle yourself mentally uh, every time to train. Absolutely. And... Anyway, uh, so 46% favorites so far. And Bill, a couple things we'll be saying on Mike quite a bit this weekend. We have our first Friday night of racing next Friday, June 3rd. June 3rd, first race, 7 p.m. And we've got the t-shirt giveaway.
3: uh, 3000 free t-shirts. And if you wear the t-shirt at subsequent weeks, you'll get free admission. So uh, not a bad uh, little bargain, get a nice t-shirt and then also free admission throughout the meet on Fridays when you wear it back here at Emerald Downs. Sweet.
2: Yeah. The free shirt uh, with your paid admission Friday, June 3rd, and we'll be racing on Friday nights after that. Um, and again, that 14.7 win place show takeout has been very popular so far. 14.7, lowest in North America takeout on win place and show wagers. We've had some really big win pools so far this year. Training day back this week, and you can catch that on YouTube, but just go to YouTube, type in Emerald Downs training day to see that. So we are uh, audio only this week, and... Uh, you know, nobody gets to see my designer glasses on the camera this week. So, uh, no, you guys can't buy my glasses. They're not for sale. I know they're unique, but uh, okay. I'm, I'm the that. king
4: of those ones with missing <laughs> a side because I would spin them around in my hand and they'd go flying. So, I finally learned to discipline
2: myself okay. on that. All right. We're going to come back. Uh, we've got much more to go on Horse Racing Northwest for this week, but we're going to talk with uh, the star of the week, And that was jockey Kevin Radke. We'll be right back on Horse Racing Northwest.
0: Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days with that much free cash on the line what do you have to lose get started at first.com slash bet that's number one st.com slash bet and don't forget promo code sport of kings when you sign up and if you already have an express bet account you're way ahead of the game simply log into first bet using your username and password and you're off to the races 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with first bet and residing in the state where such activity is legal void or prohibited national gambling support line 800-522-4700
3: And Mixo and Ratke are now challenging for the lead as they reach the top of the stretch. Mixo to the outside of Major Munnings. These two are nip and tuck. They got one furlong to go, but Mixo gets the upper hand. Mixo has a lead by a length over Major Munnings in second, 16th to go. Mixo and Kevin Ratke are clear by two. Give Ratke win number six on the card.
2: That was the seventh race at Emerald Downs on Saturday. And a milestone for a jockey that's pretty darn popular here, starting 20 years ago. And it was a huge, huge victory. Joe Withey, Vince Brune, Bill Downs, and our guest is Kevin Radke. And uh, Vince, um, you know Kevin Radke. I do. I was gone last weekend, though, and
4: just kind of handicapping the morning lines. It looked like he might have had a couple shots, a few wins.
2: You're wondering what he did?
4: Yeah. He won six races last Saturday. Oh, that's (laughs) only been
2: done three times. Including the first five. Uh, Bill Downs,
3: uh, have you met Kevin yet? No, I have not. Well, Bill Downs, Kevin Radke. Hey, Kev. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I heard this is not the first time that you won six on the card. Well, it took
5: me 20 years (laughs) to repeat it, so I'm very blessed have this happen at this point in my life I'm going to be honest.
2: What a day, you know, you we've just been seeing you, uh, you know, you came back last year super enthusiastic and then this year you just uh got into a fitness mode, working out, he, your arm healed up and uh you got David Marble singer for your agent in the last uh 6 weeks before opening day, Kevin. You you have just seemingly been on a high waiting for this meet to start.
5: Well, I've been excited about it, and like I said, you know, back in the day I used to think it was me, but <laughs> you have to have good horses, and I'm going to be, uh, David Singer has put me on some really, really live horses that are, that are you know, I've been, I've been able to be, you know, have them in the right spot and, and get lucky as I did, and you know, like Saturday, that was just incredible.
2: Hey, one right after another. The first jockey to win the first five on a card. Uh, that was quite the feat. And then Mixo came roaring down. And Bill, he just had these horses in the right spot. As he, I mean, he's been a professional rider for a long time. We've seen him. And he's won two titles here. And he just missed two other titles with a late-season injury. I mean, just missed them. Believe me, he was going to win a couple more. But his horses were in perfect spots, it seemed.
3: Yeah, and I... I followed Kevin for forever too. I mean Kevin and I have a couple little parallels. Now he's from Cleveland, is he not? Kevin, you're from Cleveland. I looked here from
5: Cleveland. You know, it was a woman. Her name's Jamie Jamie uh Marie Miller. And uh she got I met her uh twelve years ago at the racetrack. I was here visiting in two thousand ten and she was uh Uh, She had a horse that Charlie Essex was training, and that's how I got introduced. And we've been playing, you know, hit and miss for about, and finally, uh, about two years ago, we got together and we we got married last year, and she is the reason I'm here.
3: Okay. And then I heard that um, you almost had a chance, or you had a chance, and you didn't go, this is way back when. You had a chance to go to South Korea. You rode over there. Is that for like a, a jockey challenge day? Is that correct?
5: Yes. Daryl Hare, our our guild representative, he he asked me in 2008 or in 2007 if I wanted to go. And, you know, because it had to be pretty light. And I had to weigh like 110 pounds. And uh, I, I agreed to it. So when the meet ended, the challenge wasn't until September, so the or, or, or November. So in September, and I went down to Portland Meadows to ride just to stay fit. But I did go over there. I won a race. I, I ended up fourth in the challenge, but uh, there were other guys. It was a point system. It was only four races, and the guy that won it was from South Africa, Garrett Schleckner, and he. He never won a race. He just was a couple of seconds and a third and a fourth. And so his points, you know, put him to the wind. So that's how he won the challenge. But I did go over there and, 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 and it was a, it was an incredible experience.
3: And on top of that, they offered you a, cause over there, you got to be invited to ride. And then they offered you a contract. Was the weight, weight, uh, thing, the, the, the reason why you didn't go over there or was it? You know, being overseas for so long,:
5: Well, they did offer me a contract, and it was for the following season, and it wasn't till July. Gotcha. so i was I was headed to go. I came to Emerald in 2008, and I came. I think Frazier already had about eighteen wins on 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 his docket, and i was I was late. I didn't come until like the second week of May. And they opened in April at that point, I think April 19th. So I came the second week of May, and in three or four weeks I had collared him and was, was on the lead, and Boone was just doing a super job, my agent. And, and so I told him, I said, I think I'm just going to stay here because I was doing very well. And I didn't feel like you know it would be a good thing to to leave when you're doing so good. So that's why I decided to stay. Plus, Emerald is the best place in the world to ride. I love this track. I love the fan people, Joe Whitty, the, the the caterers. I mean, it's a really great place. And so I, I just decided that wasn't for me.
2: We've used him in promotional spots before. You can tell why right there. Yeah,
4: sure. <laughs> Kevin, uh, when you showed up to the jocks room last Saturday, I know you as a jockey you probably scout a little bit what the day looks like. Did you have any inkling that, uh, I'm not saying you thought you'd win six, but that you were kind of sitting on a big day?
5: Um, I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm having a little trouble hearing you I don't know if it's speaker it's just breaking oh. up just a bit could you repeat that
4: Yeah, when you went to the Jock's room last Saturday, did you have any idea you were you were in store for a big day? I, I I'm sure it looked kind of promising beforehand, but did were you uh, had a good idea that you were in store for a, a big day?
5: Honestly, I didn't. I thought that I could win the first race, and I thought that I would win the eighth race. Which was that we got the so, or, or the, I think it was the eighth or the ninth, I'm not sure, but those are the two that I really, really liked. And, you know, they just one after the next, they just kept running for me. So, no, I had no idea that I was going to have that kind of day.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you didn't win on our first opening day, and you were on a couple of somewhat live mounts, but, you know, these things happen. But, Uh, We just learned a long time ago that you're a pro, you know, you go out there, you know what you need to do, you try and get your horse in the right spot, and you can finish, and everything came together. The first jockey in Emerald Downs history to win six races twice, and you followed that up with three more Mm -hmm. on Sunday, including uh, I'm a happy cat for your old friend Dan Markle and the Spooners, that had to be satisfying as well.
5: Oh, that was exciting. You know, I was—I thought I was going to ride that horse last year, and it didn't work out that way, but I was very grateful to have that mount. Um Apparently, for the last four years, she's won that race, the uh, first race or first or
1: second mm-hmm. race
5: she runs here every year for the last four years, so she's pretty solid, and I did have confidence in that horse, but, you know, there was a lot of speed in there, and for some reason we just got loose on the lead and 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 again got you know got the win i was thankful for the spooners tim and sue are dear friends of mine so and so is dan so i i am i'm am happy about that but that was a surprise the great big purse the purses are are super big here i just i liked it
2: yeah uh we had five purses of twenty thousand dollars or more um last saturday which was uh, the first time that's happened in a long 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 time so yeah you guys are riding for more money and kevin and fellas uh now when you win nine races over two days uh yeah david marble singer does a good job hustling your book but now uh if your name gets mentioned to a trainer i mean that that's number 1 that that helps your business mm-hmm. right there kevin
5: well, it, it certainly does. I mean, you know, before I used to be nervous or worried that, you know, if I didn't win or if I if I didn't ride such a good race that, you know, I was going to lose my mount or or you know lose it to another rider here. And it just, you know, with starting off with such a good start, it's, it's very I'm very fortunate because it seems to me that 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 you know I'm getting. I'm going to get you know get back on track to where I used to be which is my goal. I really would like to be you know at the top.
2: Yep. You are a goal setter and uh Kevin was a state champion wrestler and uh, always been awful fit and strong um but I think you were confident in your body this year even more so than last year. Am I am I right there?
5: You are, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke. You know, I get to bed early. Uh, my wife, you know, we have a farm out here, and she handles all the farm work, and and so I'm able to, you know, get my rest. But I am in better shape. You know, I've been taking these vitamins, it's a CoQ10, and it's for heart health. And I just, ever since I got on those those vitamins, I just feel like I'm 30.
2: Don't be giving away all your secrets now. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, you've mentioned your wife, Jamie, a couple of times and being happy inside, uh, uh, that probably makes it easy to come to work and, and, and do the job as well. It permeates,
5: you know, my happiness, my enthusiasm, my fitness, it permeates. These horses feel it. And I, I truly accredit that to Saturday Every single thing I touched was just running off. With me.
2: <laughs> did you notice? So I, I feel. Did you notice there down sorry? at the winter? Did you notice down there at the Winter Circle on Saturday? I was down there a couple of times, and there was a lot of fans that you know were forty, fifty, sixty years old. Hey, Kevin! Yeah, Kevin! Just like the old days. Did you hear some of those uh, people rooting for you down there?
5: I did notice that, and man, I, I had tears in my eyes on three of the six races. I was just so overwhelmed with with happiness and and i i can't thank um ron crockett enough for 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 starting this place and hodge and jack and 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 now the the indians the muckleshoot indians taking over i just this is my home and and i just love this place
2: well you have brought a lot of uh success for us as well with your uh, accomplishments and your your great attitude and you're promoting the track and i see guys also that he's riding papa's golden boy yes on
3: saturday i was gonna ask okay. about papa's golden boy uh kevin it it last i i don't know because i only see the first 12 races it's the last 12 races it, this is the first time you've been on papa's golden boy in the afternoon
5: yeah I've never ridden him in the afternoon. I've been getting on him um uh, once a week for the last uh six to eight weeks, so I do know the horse, and you know everybody knows how tough he is, so he's he's going to be tough it's a It's a really tough race. there's some your mile horses in there They were second and third and finished in front of him. Obviously they're good horses. I'm not sure the distance is good for them, but um it is for us. Um, there is a speeder in there that uh, Dutton of Howard yep. Belvoir's, which I expect to to uh, put us to the test. So I mean, it's going to be a chess match.
2: Yeah, no, those that that's a heavyweight fight out there on Saturday with the just tremendous sprinters from the Emerald Downs recent era. And uh, you're riding Papa's Golden Boy, who Vince uh, checked it out. He's won five of his last six sprints here.
4: Yeah, and that that is an extremely tough race, top to bottom. You did the morning line, I did, and and uh, you know I I might have gotten it wrong. I I went back and forth, and I made Wind Ribbon favored. Um, he's a super horse too, and he has run well at five and a half. But n- nothing would surprise me there if Papa's Golden Boy went out and did his thing. So I I, I just think with Dutton in there, Papa's Golden Boy is going to be a little bit tested early. So that'll be interesting.
2: Kevin Radke, it's
5: definitely. Go ahead. It's definitely going to be an interesting race.
2: Yeah, uh, tons of speed at five and a half furlongs. And uh, Kevin, uh, you know, you, you didn't win on opening day, but I saw you after the races that day when you were 0 for eight and you had a big smile on your face. Uh, you took it in a mature fashion because I know you were so ready for this meet to get started. And then uh, everything came your way last weekend and and you'll continue to, to give 100% effort for every horseman that you ride for. And uh, it's just great having you here, man. And congratulations on a fantastic weekend.
5: Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. And everybody that's listening, I want to thank the trainers and the owners who gave me the opportunity. And most importantly, I want to thank David Singer. What a wonderful agent. Mm -hmm. What a wonderful job Mm he's done.
2: That's great. Kevin, that's fantastic. We'll see you at the races this weekend.
5: Okay, thank you.
2: Thanks, Kevin. Kevin Radke joining okay. us on the wind, on the, uh, horse racing Northwest is what we call this uh, pod. You're, yeah. You were going back in time there for a I second. I was going back a little bit. And uh, I don't know if Kevin rode at Indiana at all the last five years. I know he rode mostly in Ohio. He yeah. rode the
3: Ohio Derby. He rode Thistledown. Right? Yeah, Thistledown. Yeah. He rode a little bit at Mountaineer in 2018. Okay. Uh, there's that new track, Mahoning Valley. He mm-hmm. might have ridden a few. Uh, back in that same uh, time period, 2016 to 2018. Uh, so yeah, um, but he was more up in northern Ohio. I, I spent plenty of days in central Ohio at the old Beulah Park uh, with the Beulah Twins. Yeah. he might have come down, maybe I don't know, uh, maybe for a Best of all But he was in northern California for for so long. It was very yeah. good. There. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, obviously he was here and won those riding titles, uh, 2002 and three, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so, you know, there are a little bit of parallels where he's been in the same state uh, that I've yeah, been, yeah. but, uh, yeah, he,
2: he is from Cleveland. You yeah. tried to get that going at one point, but yeah. yeah. And,
4: you know, and Joe, you said it with Kevin was in the right place on every I've seen this before when a jockey is rolling like that. I, I, I swear the horses feel that. I mean, they just respond. They're, there is that magic going in those hands and it's just everything oh, is I
2: clicking. I firmly and, believe that as well.
4: Yeah, I've just seen it over and over. And uh, you know, it's just beauty to watch when a guy is really on a roll like that. You know, you just gotta salute it. I just imagine he was floating through the stretch
2: on a couple of those horses to do that. Okay, Kevin Radke. Uh, Six-win day, the first jockey to do it twice in Emerald Downs history. Of course, the state record is seven wins in one day. Larry Pierce did that way back at Long Acres in 1972, and I think it might have been done over at Sundowns as well. Yeah, uh,
4: and didn't Galen Mitchell win seven? He and won then seven but lost one, one, on, lost a, one on a DQ, yeah, was on it?
2: A, on a bad test.
4: Now, how close did Kevin come to getting his seventh? Last um he Saturday. had
2: three mounts, Bill. I think I got the program. No, I don't either. Well, he
4: didn't win race six he, after winning the first five. He so won the, the seventh. Yeah. So did he ride the last three? Or he did.
2: A, he did. Yeah.
4: You were ready for that seventh. Oh round. yeah. This,
3: I love this. I yeah. love when jockeys win yeah. races in bunches. Makes my job a whole lot easier because you can it's not just the eighth race or the ninth race on a Saturday. There's right. something, there's potential history going on. I remember,
4: didn't Rene Douglas win seven at Arlington one day? You're very familiar with Arlington. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Rene Douglas dominated Arlington for quite a few years. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to remember back, you know, When I was at Beulah Park, we only ran like seven races a day. So it's very difficult to win six in a day. So I don't remember anyone winning seven. So that was uh, was fun. Uh, You know, here it is, uh, day number uh, two or whatever of my Emerald Downs announcing career. And Racky's making my life uh, a whole lot of fun with those uh, six wins in one day.
2: Okay, we're going to take a short break, come back with our final segment here on Horse Racing Northwest.
1: The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Mucklesuit Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest.
3: I'm a happy cat's homeward bound he has a lead by about three lengths. It's don't kiss and tell who's making progress on the outside. Second, six teeth ago. I'm a happy cat. Don't kiss and tell continues to close, but it's I'm a happy cat. I'm a happy cat turns away. Don't kiss and tell.
2: I'm a happy cat uh, under Kevin Radke for Dan Markle owned by Sue and Tim Spooner. She is four for four at Emerald Downs in her first out of the season. The previous three were stakes races, Vince. You remember that one Hastings where she she won the race at the break. She had three lengths. In one and a half strides. How do you do that?
4: Yeah, that was explosive. Yeah. And uh, she put away all the other speed. Now, she's been a great horse for the Spooners and uh, Dan Markle. Oh,
2: yeah. She's, I think she's got six wins on the synthetic at Golden Gate. Yes, she loves the dirt up here. Yeah, and like Dan said after the race, she's just fast. You could run her through a cornfield and she'd outrun, you know.
4: Dan has managed her well, too. A couple times he's dropped her into the claiming ranks, I think, to get her confidence back, and that's worked well, and it's just been a,
2: boy, I wish I could own one like that. We were on that favorite on sunday Bill, yep. yeah we got that one yeah we had that one um at five and a half you know she can just run she fast was nicely and, drawn the whole yeah, deal and then yeah. she popped the gate again she actually scrambled a little bit but she's so fast she still had a length and a half right away and that was it at five and a half furlongs the, the
4: other great really great gate horse is dutton and i always look oh, forward boy. to that boy that gate opens and he is really really fast out of the gate so He's kind of an X-factor. You yeah. know, it sounds like he's training. It remember, he's he trained it great as its two-year-old year. We've seen that before where a horse kind of struggles at age three. So let's, he would be great to see him
2: get back and forth this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Papa's golden boy and uh, wind and no slouches out of the gate. But Dutton can can go with the best of them as far as the starts go. So we mentioned I'm a happy cat. She's never lost in her first season out at Emerald Downs. Four for four. Wheel Rally, which uh, is trained by Bob Gibson. Bob, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. Bob Meeking, thank Bob you. Bob Gibson had a good fastball. Yes, he did. Ele- and,
3: Elevated mound, though. Okay.
2: Yeah, 1.12 ERA that one year, wasn't yeah. it? Or 68. How many strikeouts? Did he have 14 against the Cardinal or against Boston that year? No, Detroit. Okay, I, wouldn't, getting... I wouldn't have
4: wanted to go to the mound and tell him he's coming out of a game, I'll tell you that. Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> okay. Bob Meeking, ninety-three-year-old Bob Meeking, got Wheel Rally ready. Wheel Rally has won his first yep. out five of six seasons. That was well. yeah. I you picked, picked him. Yeah, you? and
3: I picked him exactly for that reason. Yeah. When horses win fresh, yeah. make make a note about it when they come back and uh, they're coming off a layoff. That that's that's a big time handicapping angle I like to use on uh, when the when the situation arises. So that's five first
2: out wins here for Wheel Rally. So that ties to our trivia question, which is coming up in just a few moments. But uh, um, all right, um, selections for Saturday. Let's start with that feature race, Bill. Vince is going to abstain from picking Emerald Downs because he is our morning line price
3: maker. All right, that's fine. Um, I do like Papa's Golden Boy with Ratke up. Last couple races on synthetic and turf, and then before that the to end the season, uh, obviously ran in the, in the long acres mile, the, the fourth place finisher, and then ran fourth in another uh, allowance race. He's back sprinting on dirt. That's what he is best for uh, in his career. Papa's golden boy. I like that. He's drawn to the outside of Dutton. You mentioned Dutton's a really fast gate horse. I'd rather be on the outside as opposed to the inside mm-hmm. and have to really commit early on. At least Racky will be able to uh, gauge the situation with Dutton, Win Ribbon should be right, uh, right behind the speed, and then you got the the others, uh, you know, top executive, five star general, and Sluice Tizwiz, who probably will be the back three early on. But uh, at five and a half furlongs, I'm I'm learning real quick. I'm not going to worry about the pace scenario too much. Mm -hmm. um at five and a half here it's going to be a a a swiftly run race there's Uh, no doubt about it you remember when gary
4: wales got on papa's golden boy uh, a couple years ago and let him roll on return he ran the second half mile about as fast as a horse can run it he was just explosive yeah
2: and uh he did he was beaten once i think elliot bay beat him in six and a half yeah got him later but uh yeah, the start is gonna be really of interest in this race with mm-hmm. Dutton and you know, Windrib wind ribbon what, fastest six at the meeting last year, and, fastest five and a half the year before, something like that. Yes, he's a
4: good sprinter too, and uh yeah it's it's nothing would really surprise me in that race to be honest with you so but i think it comes down to Win ribbon and papa's golden boy top executive the horse of the meeting you know i was reading blaine, the article in the tomorrow's racing forum and blaine really can't explain that golden gate race he might have said had him a little too tight for that first one you know that horse might be interesting at a pretty good price because he could get a good trip Top executive. We know he loves this racetrack. Yeah.
2: I mean, he's won a sprint stake here and he's won. He was three for three at the meeting last year. Actually, he's won a sprint stake at both ages two and three here. And yeah, uh, he could get an awesome setup. It's only five and a half. But I'm thinking a lot like Bill. I will say this when we've seen Papa's Golden Boy win these sprints, he has just, you know, Mm -hmm. crushed the field on the front end. No strategy. Yep. Many. And just been super dynamic in this case there's gonna be other horses around him you would think but i still think at five and a half um kevin radke can ask him at just about any time and you know uh he pretty much owns the sprint distances at emerald downs he has only uh faced wind ribbon one time in a sprint and he did outrun him and wind ribbon got him in the mile but uh uh, bill and i are gonna agree on papa's golden boy there in the eighth race on saturday Looking forward to that one, huh, Bill? Oh, big time. Oh, man. That's going to be great. Hey, let's do some sports shorts. Uh, Who wants to go first? I will. Okay. I'm doing horse racing, and Vince knows this horse well, and many of you uh, listeners would. Smoggy Dew from the 60s. She's in the Washington Thoroughbred Hall of Fame, and that was a no-brainer. She was in an early class. So she was 16 for 29 lifetime. 16 wins. Bill, listen to this one. She beat male opposition 12 times. Wow. Yeah, including the super famous Long Acres Derby of 1964 when the very highly touted George Royal came down from Canada and she beat him. It was getting close at the end, but she went to the front, won at a mile and an eighth, and George Royal is famous for... Johnny Longdon's. 6,000, or final uh, career
4: victory. And it was quite a moment in the San Juan Capistrano voted the greatest moment in Santa Anita history.
2: Wow, okay, I didn't know that part. But anyway, Smoggy Dew beat the boys 12 times. Back then, you had a maiden race against Phillies. Then you had one stake for Phillies at two, one stake for Phillies at three, one stake for Phillies at four. So there's probably her four. She won the Spokane Futurity. She won the... Washington Futurity at Long Acres. She won the Long Acres Derby. She won at Exhibition Park. She beat the boys 12 times. That's my sports short.
3: Fellas? Very good. Go ahead, Bill. Well, mine is about baseball. You know, being new to the Seattle area, I was very excited to uh, make my debut at uh, T-Mobile Park as a as a as just a fan. And I got thinking, I'm like, T-Mobile Park. I, I've been to a lot of different ballparks over the years. And I, I wrote down all, all the ballparks I've been to Wrigley Field, old Comiskey Park, new Comiskey Park, old Tiger Stadium, Great American Ballpark in hmm. Cincy, Milwaukee County Stadium, the new American Family Field, Dodger Stadium, Coors Field, Tropicana Field in Tampa, the Big A in, in Anaheim, uh, the old Three River Stadium, the new PNC Park in Pittsburgh, uh, the Metrodome in uh, Minnesota, and now uh, T-Mobile Park. And I was really impressed with T-Mobile Park. I, I put put in my top three. Really? Yeah, I I, I love that place because yeah, you know, anywhere that you're in, especially the first level or the first two or three levels, didn't get up to the upper deck. I just love the sight lines, and I just love. Uh, it's easy to get around. Granted, it wasn't you know, it wasn't jam packed or anything like that. But I came away really impressed with nice. T-Mobile Park, and I will be back. Uh, um. To, to watch some more mariner games especially obviously uh, on days off mondays tuesdays and wednesdays uh, i will uh, be back and i really enjoyed my uh my time uh visiting t-mobile park my 15th major league ballpark uh, that i've seen over the years and you caught a nice weather day too in yeah the oh, it was all stuff. unbelievable it was uh sunny sunny skies in the 60s and uh yeah, did catch a good weather day. That there won't be a lot more better weather days as we uh, progress. Into there are the, coming next yes. week, it looks like. Yes, and it's, temperatures will finally uh, get into the 70s. I went to a game in
2: Riverfront Stadium in 78. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to uh, Comiskey Park that same year. I don't think I went to Municipal Stadium. We were in Cleveland for a while, but uh, definitely went to Comiskey and they were getting on Amos Otis pretty good there, those White Sox fans, the center fielder for the Kansas City Royals. uh,
3: Yeah, the outfield. They uh, were getting on. They're very close. They were the the old Comiskey Park. Uh, You could uh, definitely uh, vocalize your thoughts to the uh, opposing uh, outfielders. It
2: was, yeah. every, every Every other inning, they just were getting all over Otis. Um, uh, Vince, how about a sports short?
3: Well,
4: okay, this wasn't isn't isn't a great moment. In fact, it's kind of a funny moment. Joe, you know this one well. March twenty seventh, nineteen seventy three, Seattle Center Coliseum. How many people remember a basketball player named Vester Marshall? Again, I'm showing my age here. And did he
2: play more than his rookie year with the no. Sonics? Okay, his, he, he was
4: he, Vester had a good college career. He was teammates with uh, Garfield Hurd and Clifford Ray at the University of Oklahoma, uh, undrafted free agent. This wow. was back in the Bill Russell years, and Bill figures into this story. Joe, he shot, Vester shot the worst free throw in the history of I organized there. basketball. I was there, too. Yeah, I know. We've joked about it. <laughs> yeah. and, and the funniest part was he missed it by, what, two feet? And, 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 but Bill Russell's reaction, his coach—
2: it was you right could, in front of the Sonic bench. You could hear that him
4: cackling. Oh, yeah! And he thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen.
2: And... Not only was the shot about a foot short, it was about a foot to the left. <laughs> That's how bad. And Russell just kicked, kicked. Russell back had, in had that his chair. cackle. Yeah, and was cackling, <laughs> and his head was back, and he was howling, and. Vester was kind of frowning like, man, dang, okay, so I screwed up here. Oh. He
4: was two for five <laughs> from the free throw line in his that, career. That, oh, that
2: in his career.
4: Okay. At, in the NBA, yeah. So I looked it up. Vester is now 73 years old. He's uh-huh. been a street minister, a herbalist, an artist. Uh, nice. He was an assistant coach at Bellevue Community College for a couple of years. And it sounds like he's led a very, you know, spiritual, nice life. Yeah. So uh, Vester Marshall, good dude. Uh, that was a... a <laughs> infamous moment in Seattle sports history.
2: Seventy-three, huh?
4: Yeah, showing my age here, but that was kind of funny. Well, it,
2: Bill Russell liked to laugh, and he sure got a belly full on that
4: yeah, one. Yeah, it was like the last game of the year, too, and it was kind of loose out there. They were playing Phoenix, and, uh, you know. That's funny.
2: We were both there. At,
4: at yeah, the and, and we both noticed. You could hear it over the, the creek. Oh, you could yeah. hear Bill Russell laughing at this, the worst free throw in history. <laughs> Might have
2: been. <laughs> Might have been. Okay. If it
4: wasn't, I want to see it. the
2: all right, a uh, couple of few sports shorts here. We've got a trivia question, and we have last week's question was uh, of the horses that are in the Washington Thoroughbred Hall of Fame, who has the most stakes wins? And you know, um, we have that list in the media guide of stakes wins in Washington. Yeah, Captain it's Condo's Captain Condo with 11, I believe. No, I think it's 16.
4: Or 16, yeah, yeah right. I, I should know 16. that because
2: I put it in there. Yeah. And uh, I, you know what I had in my mind? There might have been another horse that had Yeah, more. Captain
4: Condos 16, and then Flamme, who's also in the Hall of Fame, with 13. Then Firesweeper, LJ Express, Miss Mackey, Sneak and Jake, all with 12. Noosa Beach and
2: Turbulator, both at 11. Okay. Now, those are stakes wins just in, in the state of Washington, Rex. all tracks. And, and the question was overall, and Captain Condos has 16 in his career. He won five handicaps. Military
4: Hawks stakes placings would be pretty high. Yes.
2: He had 12 stakes wins. Fire Sweeper, 13. Bella Rainier, 14. Peter Hoffs Petit, 14. But the winner is Captain Kondo. He has the most stakes wins of any horse in the Washington Thoroughbred Hall of Fame. I know Russ Nakagawa got that one right. Russ is awesome. Again, and I think there might have been one other. We're, we need to have a drawing among the two winners, and uh, we'll, I'll okay. we'll let you know next week on that. So... Good stuff. Captain Condo, first class of the Washington Thoroughbred Hall of Fame. Real awesome horse, to say the least. Okay, this week's trivia question. Okay. We talked about I'm a happy cat, is four for four first out here at Emerald Downs. Wheel Rally is one five times first out. Which horse has the most first out of the year victories at Emerald Downs? So it's got to be your first start of the calendar year. And it's got to be at Emerald Downs. And which horse has done that the most times? All right. There's your question. Send your answers to trivia at emeralddowns.com. Trivia at emeralddowns.com. And uh, we've got some new merchandise in the gift shop. We'll pump that. And Bill, uh, week number three, we're going to be promoting that T-shirt and uh, well simulcasting on Monday.
3: Yeah. And I'm kind of excited just from a handicapping perspective we're seeing horses return for their second mm. starts. Yep. So therefore I have a race that I can go off of and, you know, trips and, and whatnot. Uh, M- Mr. Lindley's not the only guy that likes to to t- take a look at uh, trouble trips. I do yep. as well. And uh, there's a couple on Sunday that I, 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 certainly like, so make sure to go on the website, see my picks and, yep. or just watching the Emerald down signal on Sunday uh, my uh, topics i'll kind of mention uh, w- what i see uh why i see uh, certain bad trips and why i might be playing
2: them back handicappers corner bill and i will make selections and then again uh, a few minutes before the race along with john lindley so that's it for this week joe withy vince Brune, bill downs thanks for listening to horse racing northwest